All right, welcome in hockey fans in the desert southwest around the United States, Canada, um, Minnesota tonight because we have a uh, special guest joining us tonight. But Scott Strandy joining you not from Scottsdale, Arizona, not from Wickenburg, Kansas City, Missouri is where I'm calling home this evening. And my co-host, Paul Hornstein from beautiful Long Island, New York, and Zach Bondurant from Chandler, Arizona, uh, joining us on another edition of Pandemic Playoff Podcast. Gentlemen, how are you tonight? Paul? Uh, we're doing okay. Uh, we're trying a new pair of headphones tonight because the other one's just way too loud. and I don't know what the heck I hit and, <laughs> and, and so forth and so on. I was, it was killing me. It's just way, <laughs> way too loud. Uh, and it might be a setting on your phone, my friend. So <laughs> It might be, but we're... <laughs> The easiest thing to check is the headphones, and yeah. So so far, this isn't so bad. So we'll see. Awesome, Zach. How are you doing tonight? I'm pretty good. What the heck are you doing in Kansas City? <laughs> I'm making my way to Minnesota. I uh, I was in Vegas, uh, you, as you know, on Thursday, and I moved my way across to to Denver, and then I got over to Kansas City. And this morning, I made a uh, three-hour drive over to St. Louis and uh, visited with John Hogan for uh, a little Sunday special. Uh, John Hogan is the uh, head coach at Maryville University. Uh, they will be hosting the ACHA Division One. Actually, St. Louis and Maryville will be hosting the entire ACHA tournament in 2022. So I wanted to do a little feature on that. He played at uh, the University of Arizona, which I know Paul is plugging his ears right now. <laughs> but, What's the what? <laughs> Never heard of it. I had a great visit with John, so so that was awesome. And uh, like I said, now we're back for uh, for another uh, pandemic playoff podcast. Um, I'll leave here tomorrow, and I'll drive up and, and meet with uh, Coach Oliver David uh, at the uh, – Dubuque Fighting Saints, and we'll do a little feature, up, upcoming feature with him as well, and his connection to uh, Arizona State and how he sends players here and there. Um, then I'll make it finally tomorrow night late into uh, Minneapolis, Lake Elmo, where my daughter is, and we'll uh, we'll chat on the uh, Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly from there. But okay, that's enough about all of what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> well, make what... sure you complain about the heat tomorrow. You know, in Minneapolis, complain about. <laughs> How humidity. It is. It'll be humidity. Yeah, you know, all that mugginess and humidity and all that all the sort of other jazz that, you know, you like to complain about uh, until December rolls around. So just remember. I love it. I love it. Um, this week, since I'm going back to Minnesota in route there, we decided to call this, or I decided to call this, Minnesota Week. So I know you guys are going to beat on me, but we got some great guests starting with tonight's guest, Uh I don't. I see. I don't know what you're talking about. Because <laughs> Tuesday night we had guys on from California, right. and you're going to have more guys on that are involved from California uh, <laughs> later in the week. So I don't know what the heck you're talking about. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, tonight we do have uh, a former golfer, a former NHLer, a uh, fantastic uh, color analyst for Westwood One Sports and K Fan. A radio in Minneapolis covers the wild, the golfers, the little bit of everything. Um, 
a big rival to my uh, University of Minnesota Duluth Bulldogs, but we're going to bring Pat McAletty on anyway because uh, he's just got great insight. So when we bring Pat on, it'll be a lot of fun, and uh, you guys will get a chance to visit with uh, with another Minnesotan, which is always great, right? Awesome. <laughs> so, so Pat will join us here shortly. Uh, in addition to that, um, tomorrow night we've got Rob Sauber, um, and, you know, Rob has done so many things, but one of the things that he did was he coached the, uh, the Olympic uh, USA women's team to a gold medal recently, and uh, that was uh, an unbelievable thing. So we have Rob on tomorrow night, Then we're going to bring our friend Jess Myers on from Rink Live on Tuesday night. Yeah. And by, by the Wednesday- way, do you, you, you're going <laughs> to blow off the fact that Stauber was the first goalie to win the, the Hobie Baker? You blow oh, that off? There- there's no, there's so many things to talk to him about. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to that, I promise. But tonight's uh, is Pat's night, so uh, we're going to have Pat come on, and we're going to uh, plug him and, and see just exactly what we can uh, can get out of him as far as uh, what he thinks about the playoffs going on and all this good stuff. So um, let's uh, let, let's uh, bring Pat on and see if we can uh, get. Get started with the show and, and see where we go. So, Pat, are you with us? If you can tap on one of the green call-in buttons, we can connect you. Yeah. Why don't we uh, take a break and come back and, you know, take like a one-minute break and give Pat a chance to get connected. And, okay. And uh, we'll get started. We'll, let's do that. Ask any hockey player in the desert southwest, and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with Summer Skates. Officially licensed Summer Skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Phil Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your Summer Skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice? Our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable. Show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates. You can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. All right, and we're back. Another pandemic playoff podcast. Scott Strandy joining you from Kansas City, Missouri tonight. Paul Hornstein joining me from Long Island, New York. Zach Bondurant from Chandler, Arizona. And it's Gentlemen, our pleasure to uh, bring on our special guest tonight, Pat Micheletti with uh, Westwood One Sports and also KFAN Radio in the Twin Cities. Pat, how are you tonight? Good, guys. Uh, great to be with you. Great to have you. You know what? I, I told my co-host that uh, we are kicking off Minnesota week because I'm on my way back home. <laughs> yes. I, I'm, I'm as far as Kansas City, Pat, so I'm going to get there tomorrow after a quick stop in Dubuque to talk to uh to coach David there a little bit about his program, but um, great to be back. My daughter and son-in-law live in Lake Elmo, so um, it'll be fun to get back and spend a little uh, relaxing time there. But enough about me. Let's talk about you. Tell us yeah. a little bit about what you've been up to. Well, you know, I, I, thank God we have hockey back, fellas. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know, yeah, so, uh, there's no you know doubt what? about I, that. I have been uh, immersed <laughs> every night in uh, in all of the games and uh, – uh, you know, obviously, when the Wild were were in, uh, we were pretty busy with our uh, with our radio and our podcast, and you know, all the all the the fun stuff uh, involved. 
they uh, bowed out a little early, but um, but no, it's uh, it's uh, it, it's great that we have hockey back. Are you like me, Pat, where you're complaining now that they're only really basically down to double headers <laughs> instead of quadruple headers and five games in a day? Because that's well, my big complaint right now. You, you know, guys, I, I typically go to bed at a reasonable hour, right? And 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 for the first round with the Wild. Uh, honestly, you know, we're, I'm up till one in the morning, two in the morning, you know, cause we had to do post game shows and, and, uh, you know, either, uh, via the podcast or, or live on radio. And, and, um, so it, it got a little, uh, I was a little tired for a while, but, uh, you know, nonetheless, it, uh, it, it's great that it's back. Uh, Scott, just for your information, cause we know you have trouble with time zones. That's 10 o'clock-ish Arizona time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm in the central time zone now, Paul, so I'm in good shape. But, Pat, for our listeners out in the desert southwest, tell us a little bit about – I know all about your career, but but tell them them about what it's like to play for the University of Minnesota and and beyond. Well, you know, I was was lucky enough to have uh, two older brothers, one who uh, you're familiar with, Joe, who does the – color for the New York Rangers and NBC and Westwood one. And, um, um, so Joe, both, both my brothers, Joe and Don, uh, attended the university of Minnesota, both captains, both national champions. Um, and I kind of followed along after them. Uh, in fact, <laughs> you know, the funny, funny story guys is that it, it I, you know, I, I visited every school that I could. <laughs> right. And I got scholarship offers from every school that was, you know, uh, that had me in for a visit uh, from Wisconsin, North Dakota, Denver, you know, whatever, Michigan, Michigan State, and uh, nothing for Minnesota. And I'm like, okay, what's going on here? Um, you know, and, and, and I think they just knew that I was coming there. So they knew that they didn't have to bring me in for a visit because I knew every nick, nook and cranny, you know, of the campus. You know, I was a stick boy under when Herbie was, you know, the head coach. And I mean, you know, so I'm like, I'm waiting. And and typically, <laughs> typically, guys, you know, you you declare where you're going before the state tournament. Well, for me, um, I didn't declare, or, you know, or, or pick a school until, you know, like a month after the state tournament. It was the goofiest <laughs> thing. Uh, Gino Gasparini, uh, who's the head coach at North Dakota, thought I was coming there. He hung up on me. Uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was kind of crazy, but uh, it, it was, it was uh, certainly the right choice for me. Well, well, being from well, Hibbing, no, we tugged. Hold on a second, Paul. Uh, being from Hibbing, we tugged real hard on you to bring you to Duluth because we thought you'd have been <laughs> a great fit as a bulldog. Well, here, you know, you want to talk about the Bulldogs, right? Here's the deal. Here's my recruiting with the Bulldogs. I'm, I'm, uh, we're playing Col- uh, Cloquet, and you guys are familiar with Corey Millen, Olympian, right. you know, and play, you know, great career with, you know, with me at the U and, and, uh, and, and in the NHL and Europe and such. Mm-hmm. Well, we're playing, we're playing Cloquet, uh, my senior year in high school. A you know, big game, biggest game in the state. We're one, they're number three in the state. Uh, Edina was two at the time, and and uh, and Mike Sertich was there, and he came down and he was waiting for uh, Cloquet to get done and us to get done. Other uh, well, he talks to Millen, you know, they really wanted Millen, and then and then he said, "Hang on there," you know, and then he came over and talked to me, 
He said, here's the deal. I'm not going to recruit you. You're not coming here. I know you're going to Minnesota. So, you know, <laughs> that's that's it. I'm like, okay. Uh, I oh, guess that- you know more than I do. But uh, <laughs> That's but, yeah, so sturdy, it, though, isn't it? Yeah. You know, and i tell you what. Um, it, it, UMD, I know they won back-to-back national championships. But that era from 82 to 86 – UMD was a power, uh, you know, with Brett Hall, Bill Watson, Norm McIver, who was the assistant GM of the uh, Chicago Blackhawks. I mean, they were they were loaded. Tom Curvers, who was the assistant GM here in Minnesota. Uh, you guys are familiar with him down in Arizona yeah. when he uh, when he was there for uh, a little bit, working for the for the Coyotes. But Pat, uh, by the way, you know, can we have him back? Yeah. Well, um, you know. <laughs> Uh, Tommy's a really smart guy. I tell Is you that. Ever. Uh, you know, he he knows the game. He knows players, and uh, he's done a terrific job here. All right, Paul, jump in. Oh, I I was gonna say, did you ever have a choice in the matter? Did they did they did your were your were your was your family like uh, this is not an issue where you have a choice. Or did you well, at, it, well, at some point, like, uh, maybe I want to go somewhere else. I, I, I'm tired of following my brothers. Well, well, here's here's the deal. True story. My dad did not talk to me for like a week and a half after I made my decision. I, I, I you know, I called Minnesota. I let him know. Because, you know what? And, and I don't know why I was, a you know, I was a baby of the family. I was a, I was a ninth of nine kids. And uh, Joe and Don... You know, uh, you know, the success they had at Minnesota is, you know, two captains, uh, you know, three national championships between them. You know, he thought the pressure was going to be too much for me. And 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 and, uh, you know, I, I was really good friends with Dean Blaze, who at the time was the assistant coach at North Dakota. In fact, when he came up to the Iron Range to recruit, he used to stop at our house. My mother used to make him dinner. And then he'd be off to Virginia, <laughs> Grand Rapids, you know, and, you know, and, and that, I mean, honestly, and they thought they had me and, and my dad really wanted me to, you know, I mean, he didn't push me one way or the other, you know, he let me make up my own mind, but he really thought at that time that would be the best for me. And, and, uh, you know, it's it it kind of a funny story. Yeah, had eight brothers and sisters. How was there any food left for him? Uh, well, <laughs> Hey, it, it, it honest to God, I wish I had a picture of my house that I could text you guys that the nine of us grew up in. You would be shocked. Uh, I bring my kids up whenever I get up to Hibbing now, I bring them up there. I say, yeah, this is what we lived in, a three-bedroom house. We went through, what what was it, like 60 loaves of bread a week, <laughs> like smokes. 30 gallons or 40 gallons of milk. Honest Jeez. to God, it was, oh, my brother Don, who was 6'3", 220, I mean, he, you know, before bedtime, you know, he wouldn't have a peanut butter sandwich. He'd have four, you know? I mean, and I'm not kidding you. And, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was uh, quite uh, uh, interesting growing up in the Micheletti household, that's for sure. <laughs> Zach, you want to jump in? <laughs> I don't even know, like, <laughs> where for work. Like, uh, what the well, heck? I, they must have got he, paid he, for grocery shopping. Hey, he ran a furniture store nope. and, uh, you know, worked six days a week, always had a project, always, you know, I mean, on it was because my mom couldn't. I mean, 
my mom couldn't work because she, we would have, she would wake, honest to God, this is hysterical to this day, right? <laughs> she would get one group up, the older group that was in high school, they would go to school early. So she would get them up, make their lunches, make their breakfast, get them out. And then the younger ones who were still in elementary or middle school <laughs> were the next set have to do the same thing all over again. Right. And it, I, I, it was, it was a, it was a, a, a gong show in our house. You know, we, you know, we'd get on the bus and off, I'll be on our way. And, but uh, you know what? I, I, such a good family and you know everyone helped out them you know as much as we could and and uh you know we do anything for our mother obviously right sure and yeah, right. Uh, I mean... and and uh but you know we, but you know what for as small a house as we had we were never in it because <laughs> uh, no i mean hey no oh, listen I, know, I get it i get guys it. were either you know the, the older ones are either at the rink or we were at the outdoor rink or we would uh you know have our boot hockey game i mean our boot hockey games at Christmas were legendary. And I kid you not, street hockey, we called it, right? Yeah. And, you well, know, the only one we wouldn't let play was my mother. And once we were out there, we would, we, we would divide teams. And it was, it was like, it was like me playing against the Wisconsin Badgers and you, either you're going to die or I'm going to die. It, it, my dad was fair game. You know, if you had to knock oh, yeah. him in, in, in the snowbank. It was, it was, and it was competitive and, uh, but we, but we had a lot of fun. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun growing up. Listen, yeah, you're, I mean, it, I, I get it. I, the only time I used to get in trouble when I was a kid is because I didn't come home. Right. I, I was too busy playing whatever the, the sport du jour was of the day. Home? No, I don't want to be home. Hey, oh, I, I'm telling you, I, you know, growing up in small town Hibbing, about when I was there, it was about 23, 24,000 now. You know, with uh, everything, it's qu not quite as big anymore, or the number of people. But no, it, it was. You tell your mom, and you know, and you tell your mom that where are you going in the morning, and you know, you you you'd come home when you were done. You know, because you were out <laughs> playing with your friends, uh, pick up games, whatever the case may be. Um, and uh, it, you know, it was it was it was wonderful. Yeah, we had to be home when the lights went on. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, that, that's fantastic, Pat. I grew up uh, down Highway Two from the Infoston, and and I played on the the last. Well, that's okay. Uh, so, hey, yeah. you know we we call everything around Hibbing. I know where Foston is. Don't give me a, a suburb of Hibbing. You know. You know what? I was just going to tell you at twenty four thousand, we called uh, Hibbing a metropolis. Right. Exactly. <laughs> we, we were about twenty four hundred, but well. Uh, we, I played on the last group that played uh, outdoor hockey at Foston Bagley, and I can remember outdoor games that were just yeah. were just ridiculous. But uh, let, let's go past that for a minute. Let's start talking some NHL stuff. So, sure. As I told you, we cover uh, the Coyotes, who are out of the playoffs like the Wild, and yep. also the Vegas Golden Knights. And, uh, you know, I look at this Vegas team, and I followed them since their inception, right? So yep. I'm there – there frequently and I know the guys pretty well and and there's some Minnesotans there uh um, yep. a, a guy by the name of Nate Schmidt who is the best quote in the locker room as you would guess right <laughs> well you know you know I tell you one thing uh any any team in the National Hockey League uh would love to have Nate Schmidt on their team uh, <laughs> and, uh, not only not only he's a great player but he's a great person and and you you know you mentioned him 
you know, with the quote, uh, you know, he's a quote machine, <laughs> but, but he just, and, and guess what? He's a throwback guys. Yes. He's a throwback in, in, in this sense. He's not playing for the money while well, he's playing for the money, but he's not. He yeah. doesn't, but no, he, he plays a game because he he loves the game. I mean, yes, he just I'm I'm you know it's like okay, hey mom and dad, I'm going up to the rink to play. You know the outdoor <laughs> rink to play. That's Nate. You know, yes. and 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 uh, and he doesn't take things too seriously. And and he's you know his career will you know hopefully he doesn't get hurt or anything like that. Um, but uh, just, uh, uh, you know, I, you know, listen, I, I was doing TV uh, for the Gophers when he was there. And, uh, I mean, he was just a, a treasure, treasure to be around. <laughs> well, it, well, Pat, I'll tell you this. When I went in the locker room the first time um, in the Golden Ice locker room, it was Nate and Eric Halla. Yep. And, uh, and, and Flurry was between them in the locker room. Oh, boy. And, oh, oh my yeah. goodness. <laughs> and then on the other side, you got Ryan Reeves. We all know him. And then yep. you got some some quiet guys like Shea Theodore and things like that. But, uh, yeah, anytime you wanted a quote, Nate was the guy you'd go to. Uh, yep. Now we have now we have Zach Whitecloud. Can you tell yep. us a little bit about Zach Whitecloud and just what he means to uh, – I know what he means to the Golden Knights, but coming out of Bemidji State and, and being uh, – you know, Native American like he is and all the things that he's gone through, a free agent signing. Uh, your thoughts on Zach? Well, you know, just watching him, I mean, he's coming into his own, right? I mean, uh, he knows where, you know, that he belongs in this league. And uh, I didn't get a chance to see a lot of him at Bemidji State, um, do because I covered the NCHC and the Big Ten and, and uh, you know, not so much uh, the WCHA. But Tom Serratore is a good friend of mine who's their head coach. And, and he's produced – he's starting to produce some, some guys that, that can play. Uh, you guys are familiar with Brad Hunt, who's done, uh, you know, a terrific job here in, in, in Minnesota. Um, but, but White Cloud is uh, – you know, I mean, the, the better players you play with, the better you're going to be and the more confidence that you're going to get. And, and I think he's just found, uh, found his niche in, uh, in Vegas. Well, they uh, played last night, as a lot of these teams now had a couple of back-to-back yep. -back games. When Vancouver uh, took it to them the other night, do you think that by watching last night's game, it, did it look like that second game was a wake-up call for the Golden Knights as they uh, hit a little bit of adversity for the first time in his playoffs? Well, as, as you guys know, it, it's tough to win. And, and, and guess what? The other team wants to play, too, and they want to win also. And – you know, whether, whether they caught Vegas off guard a little bit, you know, I, you know, I, I don't know. Um, but I, I can tell you Vancouver's a, an awfully good team, uh, awfully young team. But, uh, you know, you look at the talent that they have with Besser and Pedersen and Horvat and, and JT Miller, who I think has just been terrific, um, you know, in the, uh, you know, throughout, throughout the playoffs and, and Quinn Hughes. I mean, I mean, they've got some guys who can play and, um, and and Travis Green, I think, has done a, a really really good job um, with that team. And and you know, I, I they may have caught him off guard. Uh, you know, I don't think I don't think this this series will be determined. You know, in five games. Um, you know, I think Vancouver's got a little bit a little bit more push in them. But um, you know, right now, guys.
Oh, did we lose Pat? I think we might have. Uh, I, I can't hear him at the moment. I wonder if he. Did I lose you? Yeah, oh, you're, you're, go. you're back. Go. You're back, Pat. No problem. I, 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 had, a, I had a call come in. Uh, but, oh, okay. but yeah. Uh, okay. No, I, I just I was just saying, you know, I, Vancouver's got a lot of great players and a, a lot of very very good young talent, and you know they're they're not just going to say, oh, you know, Ole, you've got it, you know, we're, you know they they, they want to win this series too, and so um, you know I, I I I just I just think the the way that Vegas is playing right now, um, they're so deep, uh, the pace of play <clears throat> has been has been terrific, and. And, you know, look no further than Robin Leonard, right? I mean, how, how oh, yeah. good has he been? And, uh, um, you know, when you have two number ones, uh, that's, you know, that, that makes your head coach feel a little bit, uh, a little bit uh, happy. Did uh, we get a, a notification on who's going to start that game tonight for the Golden? We know that Markson's going to start for Vancouver because they yeah. really, you know, uh, nothing against Thatcher Demko, but uh, uh, he's not Markinson, and we know he's going to play. Uh, did we get a word yet on who's going to start for the Golden Knights tonight? Because both uh, the Flyers I, and the Islanders are starting their other goalies tonight. Elliot's yeah. in goal for the Flyers, and Grice is in goal for the Islanders. You know, yeah. guys, I'm really, I'm, I'm really surprised at that. By the way, which um, one? I was yeah, <laughs> well, uh, you know, but that 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 both teams are are you know pl- uh, playing different goalies because you know Carter Hart has been terrific, and yeah. and Var- Varlamov, you know, and and here's the deal. Right, they're not flying anywhere. No, they're no. leaving the rink and they're walking up to their hotel room, and um, and you know, so there, there's not the the travel concern. You know, uh, when have we seen this in in the past? I I, I haven't. Um, right. You know, not during the playoffs. Not during the playoffs. Uh, See, you know, yeah. uh, unless unless you got a goaltender, who, you know, had an off night. You want to change things up, or you know, Philly may be thinking that, but why would they think that? You know, you, see, you you can't look at Carter Hart and say, "Huh, off game." You know. No, well, see, if now when they announced the starting goalies for that game tonight, I it, it made sense to a certain extent for me uh, that Grice was going to get a start up two one, down two to one. I was very very surprised that uh, the Flyers decided to start Elliott, unless Hart told him he was tired. Yeah, boy, are you tired now? I'm mean, 22. Tired. I mean, I'm, sh- right? I'm just no. that's the only thing I can think of. No, I know though. No, but think about it though. Are you? T- you know, are you? You don't have time to be tired in the playoffs. You you just don't. Um, you know how many guys are hurt right now that that are going to have surgery at the end of the year? Well, probably more than we know, right? And yeah, they're playing right. And, and and they're playing through it. And and uh, you know when when you. When you're playing for this prize possession, which is a Stanley Cup, um, you know it, you you play through anything. Oh, well, yeah, Pat, I mean, Pat, I wanna... seen it. I mean, you know, I mean that's you know, we've all seen it for years and years and years. <laughs> guys playing on broken ankles and uh, and cracked knees, and I mean, we've seen it forever. I mean, yeah, you know. Hey, I can okay, tell so... you a quick. I can tell you a quick yeah. story. When I was sure. when I was when I was over in Europe, right. We're, we're playing, uh, and I, I played in the Italian league. I had left the North Star organization and uh, decided to go over to Europe. Um, anyway, so we're in uh, we're in game four. We're up three nothing in the series. We're in overtime in game four, and I'm taking a draw in the offensive zone. And I knew that this guy was quicker than me, and and he'd beat me a couple times. So I 
I told my winger, I said, or, uh, actually, I was the winger, but my center in wanted me to take draws, whatever. And uh, Tony Curry played for the St. Louis Blues. You know, you take the draws. Oh, okay, I'll take the draws. Um, and so uh, this guy's me. So I said to Tony, I said, uh, I said, Tony, I, I'm not going to beat this guy clean. I'm just going to put my stick right between his legs and lift him up, <laughs> right? And then you come in and get the puck and, you know, get it back to Bradshaw, our defenseman, and you know, whatever. So, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm timing it. I'm timing the drop. I go in. Boom, I lift, his, I lift him up. Well, I got him so good that his, I, I almost flipped him over and his skate blade came and cut me for about, oh, my God, about six stitches right by my ear, right? But I didn't know how bad I was cut. I got blood going down my face. The ref saying, get off. I go back. I said, I'm not going anywhere. I went back to the bench. I had our doctor just, you know, you know, Put put a band aid or a piece of tape or something on it. I go back out. I, I, you know we have another draw. I win the draw back. Bradshaw, who is the uh, associate head coach with the Columbia Blue Jackets now, uh, takes the shot, scores. We win. We clinch it, <laughs> and we win the Italian League Championship. How's that for a story, fellas? <laughs> that's a good one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's that's you know that that's you know the old expression. He's a hockey player, <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. So, so we briefly touched on the back to the NHL. Night. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, we can keep going. We, we oh, just sure. extending things, but um, yeah, we're not on a time limit here. I, I definitely want to get your your opinion on what's going on in Arizona again, Pat, because yep. you know I've lived on there now for thirty years, right? And yep. this is old. It's getting old for the fan base. It's getting old for everybody. Uh, from from your viewpoint, uh, away from things, what are your thoughts? Well, that, and that be is, honest. It's okay. You know, I, I, you know, I will. That I, says I, it here, all right here, there. I here's, think. here's my thoughts. You know what? I, um, you know, ownership obviously has been a been a problem um, for years. Uh, I think we all know that. Um, and you know whether they had enough money or not enough money in the in the building where is it, where it is, and it was tough to gain any traction, as you guys know. Um, I, I I'm not, you know, you guys can tell me how how they're drawing now on a on a nightly basis. I I don't know. I don't follow it that close. Um, um, but I I you know John Chaka I th- I thought uh, was building a, a good team. Um, I think. Rick Tockett has done a tremendous job uh, with with the team. Um, you know, I listen. Uh, I, I talked to Mike Genzel, who was a teammate of mine at Minnesota, mm-hmm. um, is now a scout for the Coyotes, and so we talk, you know, quite a bit about um, you know your personnel and, and things like that. But but for me, just looking at the personnel of the team, um, I you know look at look at your goaltender. It all starts right there. And right. you've got a great one. You got a great one in Darcy Kemper and Ranta. You know, Ranta, um, for all he was built up to be, you know, j- just gets hurt too much, right? And, right. And and you know, obviously lost a job. Um, you know, you, you can you look at a team and uh, you, and you look at the playoff teams. You know, you look at a team like Vegas with the experience that they have and the goaltending that they have and this, you know, the system that they play. Arizona's getting there. You know, um, I don't know if they were ready this year. Um, I to, and, and to be one hundred percent honest with you, I don't think 
Um, I think it was a, a, a great effort to t- try and acquire uh, Taylor Hall. Um, but, guys, Taylor Hall hasn't played the playoffs very much. He, he hasn't shown leadership abilities. He hasn't taken that Nathan McKinnon step. He, his, he isn't a guy uh, that the other team says, uh-oh, we got to stop Taylor Hall. I don't know what's happened to him. I don't know if he was a, the, the greatest fit there. I don't know if he'll resign there. Uh, obviously, they'd like to have him back. Um, or maybe they don't. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know, but, um, but, you know, I thought he under, underperformed where I thought maybe uh, he would have been the guy to really give that team the boost that they needed. Not that he was horrible, but I just thought he would be their elite guy. And, and to me, when I watched, um, there were times I didn't notice him, okay? Yeah. Um, I, I, I tell you what, one of my favorite favorite players, and I was disappointed that Minnesota didn't get him, was Phil Kessel. And, you know, say what you want about Phil, but I tell you what, you get the puck on his stick, uh, you get him with the right guys, um, he's a great passer, and he can shoot the puck. And, um, you know, so that being said, okay, um, I, I think they're close. Uh, I think with Yarmelson and whether or whether or not I don't know if the if the trade rumors are true uh, regarding Ekman Larson. Um, you know, he'd, he obviously he'd be able to get a heck of a lot for him, but but he's a heck of a defenseman too. And so and and I like Chikrin. And but again, he's very young, and and I think he's going to develop into into being a really, really good player. So I don't think they're that far away, but it's a tough league, right? I mean, don't we know that here in Minnesota? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Listen, listen. If, you, if, if looking at it from afar, or at least from my eyes, and I'll use this guy because he's going to retire at the end of this year, so I just way I don't cause any trouble. Yeah. To me, they're missing I always the guy. get in trouble. I always yeah, get in trouble, know. so don't worry about it. I know. I Listen, I – I get myself hey, in trouble enough. Hey, blame I, I just, me. Just blame me. Well, <laughs> as Scott will tell you, Pat, uh, I'm the big mouth of the group. So uh, yeah. I get myself in trouble all the time. So You must be uh, from New York. Uh, <laughs> oh, there it is. Maybe. Maybe. Good maybe. one, Pat. Good one. Maybe. Uh, thank you. Thank uh, you. <laughs> um, they're missing a guy like Justin Williams. They're missing a guy that that's got that – that's something that 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 hey guys this is the way we do this and this is how you win and this is what you have to do and i'm not seeing that here and we need to step up i get it i get it um they kind of have that in their head coach but yeah he's not on the ice but not on the ice very true um, you know, Derek Stepan is, is, uh, you know, he's more mild mannered, quiet type of guy, you know, but, but still brings some professionalism and, you know, you, you would think that that would be the, they, they would follow a guy like him. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, you know, Phil Kessel wants nothing to do with that. He just wants to play. No, he wants to play. Uh, you know, um, but yeah, you might, you might be right. You know, you might be right that they need that, that, that leadership guy, to to really get the players to understand um, how tough it is, what you got to do, uh, what the playoffs are like, um, and 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 how to prepare and and how to be a good team guy. Because I tell you what, um, you can tell, at least I can tell. You know, sometimes the way teams are playing, 
is kind of the way they, they you know, they, they kind of, it kind of has to do with attitude a little bit, right? And yeah. you can see it. Are you getting to the bench hard uh, after, uh, you know, when, when you're coming off a shift? You know, are, are, you, are you getting to your spots? Um, you know, how are you on the bench? Uh, are you positive? Um, there, there's so much goes, that goes on. Um, and, and listen, it's an 80 game season. It's sure. you're not you're not going to be your best every night. It's impossible. Um, it's tough getting hit like that every single night and bringing it every single yep. night. And that's where that's where you know your leadership comes in and say, okay, you know we may not be there tonight. Here's what we got to do. Um, you know, give it. You know, give it. You know, give it your bet. Whatever, whatever right. you know is said amongst leaders and amongst guys like that who've been there. And, and you know, I think, uh, you know, I think that's really important. And that leads me to not to jump away. We'll stay in the Southwest a little bit. Um, but everybody was anointing the avalanche uh, yep. to go to the Western conference finals and, and, and go seven games against the golden Knights. Somebody forgot to tell the stars that because, <laughs> well, Hey, you want to talk listen. about having guys that have that, that, that experience and that grit and that playoff savvy. You're looking at that lineup there. Well, listen. That's why, yes, that's why they I got tweeted, Pavelski. I tweeted, I tweeted something out about the Dallas Star. I don't know, about a week and a half ago. Um, and I tweeted, Dallas does not look very interested in playing. Okay. <laughs> and I'm kind of getting a little egg on my face and, and I deserve it. But um, here's the deal. You look at the Colorado Avalanche, right? You got Rantanen, you got uh, McKinnon, you got Landeskog, uh, you got Kadri, okay, yep. um, up front. After that, where's your secondary scoring? Oh, well, yes. I mean, listen, well, we, I listen, get that. You know, if, if, if you don't have some balance throughout your lineup, uh, i.e., the Vegas Golden Knights, you're not going to win because your big guys aren't going to do it all the time. And um, and and you know the the listen when they lost Grubauer, you know series over, right? I mean, they're, 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 yeah. look at the goaltending. If your goaltending is not there for you, um, good luck. Well, uh, listen, you if know, you if you watch you watch the games in in, in that first period. Uh, Colorado didn't look like they wanted to be there. Yeah. Some of those goals that Dallas got, I mean, yeah, okay. Uh, you know, you got to tip your cap to Dallas a little bit, but you look at those goals and those defensemen were just standing still. Yeah. It's been you know, like and, that all those games. They've been, yeah. I mean, they put three up tonight and then they just continuously dig themselves a hole and then they try to dig out of it. They're That's not going to work with Dallas. Hard to do, and and listen, they miss a guy, another Minnesota guy, uh, uh, with uh, Eric Johnson. Eric Johnson, yeah. you know, yeah. Eric Johnson's been around a long time, you know, yep. and and uh, and and he's one of those locker room guys, really good guy. All the guys like him, um, and and they miss him back there. I mean, he's a big, he's a big part of that decor for uh, for Colorado. So. Um, you know, and you and you're putting a lot, a lot more pressure on McCarr, uh, who Dallas knows has to play more minutes, right? So right. what do you think? What do you think 
Um, the, you know, the, 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 the talk is in the locker room. Get a body on him every time. Hit him every time. I don't care if he's out of the play. You know, uh, don't get a penalty. Just make sure you get a body on him. Because after playing that much during the game, you're going to get tired. And then, you know, once you get tired, then the head goes. And uh, you, don't, you don't make great plays. And, and I think, uh, you know, you got to tip your cap to, to, uh, to Dallas and, you know, who Dovin is, is doing the job in the Nets for him. And, you know, here we are. Yeah, and they're getting big goals from their big players. Yeah, they're getting got they're getting stuff from Sagan, and they're getting stuff from Ben, and they're getting stuff, you know, maybe Joe, not Joe, a lot from. Yeah, uh, Pavelski. Hey, yeah, you know, and here's the. I'm I'm just on a rant tonight, guys. So <laughs> no, good. No, this is awesome. This All is right. great. All right, listen, I, I I get it. Speed is is critical. You know, you got to have speed on your team, right? But I'd rather have a guy that's got the brains, the savvy, the nowhere to go, that, that knows how to score, uh, who may not be as fleet of, fleet of foot as he once was. But give me Joe Pavelski any day of the week on Agreed. my team. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Oh, yeah, yeah hey, and we absolutely. were talking last week um, on the podcast about McCarr and Quinn and how those yep. two guys are going to shape the future. And you – you had a chance to see Quinn when he was at yep. University of Michigan and then Kale because he plays within the same division with the Wild. Yep. Within yep. those two guys, who do you see being kind of the leader, not of, of this year, but just skill-based? Who do you see them coming out and being this is this is probably the number one? Or is it a debate between these are the best two guys, there's no one or two, they're just too dang good? Well, here's how I put them right now, today. Um, I would, I would say, I would say Quinn Hughes is a little bit more prolific than, than Kale McCarr, not by much, but a little bit, but McCarr is, is better defensively. And, and you can see throughout these games, you know, uh, Quinn Hughes is not, um, he's not being used in, in situations where, you know, they need a stop, let's say, okay. Um, okay. where they're protecting a lead, uh, you're going to see, uh, Tanev and, and, and Myers, um, Myers has been hurt, but uh, you, you, you know, Edler and, and, and Stetcher and, you know, guys like that out there ahead of Quinn Hughes. Quinn Hughes will get there. I tell you, um, if I had the number one pick today, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know who I would take because um, they're, they're, you know, they're superstars. You know who Quinn Hughes re- reminds me of, guys? Um, and I'm dating you now, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm don't worry about it. The dating is me, but that's okay. But, but a guy by the name of Paul Coffey skates yeah, just like him, you know, yep. handles a puck. Um, you know, and I, I, I didn't think we'd ever see another guy like Paul, Paul Coffey, but, but then again, I never thought we'd see another guy like Bobby Orr, <laughs> who, in my opinion, to this day, if I have to pick one player, uh, the, the best player to ever play in the National Hockey League, Bobby Orr. Um, you want to argue with me? That's fine, but uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, anyway. Um, Listen, it's hard yeah. to argue with. So, so, I'm sorry, Pat. It's hard to argue with somebody that literally changed the way the game is played. Yeah, it's, it's it, really it, hard to argue that. It, it, it's incredible, right? Um, but but you know, both those guys are are just uh, uh, just terrific players, and, and both good guys, and and so um, you know, it's the National Hockey League is lucky to get young talent like like we're seeing. So do you think there is a Bobby Orr, or is that player is Bobby no, Orr still no, untouchable? No, 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 
at all. I, I, I just think Bobby Orr is, you know, I, I don't <laughs> no. think we'll ever see a defenseman get 135 Never touch him. points. 135 <laughs> points in one year. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't think we'll see that. Now it's a different era in a different oh, game. Yeah. But but can you imagine Bobby Orr today with the players and the equipment and uh, you know everything involved? And so well, Pat, they, you know, they they couldn't touch him then. No, I know, right? I mean, they couldn't touch him then. It's, they, they it's, were it's unbelievable, to... Un, unbelievable player. Um, uh, just uh, th- those games. See, growing up in Hibbing, all we got uh, for, for <laughs> hockey was was literally. Hockey night in Canada. We did right. it. We did it every Saturday night, right? And it would either be the Maple Leafs and the Canadians, or the Bruins and the Canadians, or you know any any one of those, um, you know those teams. And it was absolutely the best uh, Saturday nights that you could uh, could imagine. <laughs> All right, Pat. I know we're talking NHL hockey, but you also cover the Gophers and uh, college we get to hockey. The Eastern so... Conference? No, not yet. Um, <laughs> we're starting to run out of time here, but um, I want to get your opinion on college hockey and specifically the, the job that, that Greg Powers is doing at ASU and the likelihood that they may become a uh, a player in a conference such as the NCHC, which is the latest rumor. Uh, your thoughts on ASU hockey? Well, listen, I uh, how, how can you not be impressed? Um, from where they've come from and what they did uh, to become Division One, um, in the in the recruiting success that he's had, um, I talked to Greg uh, when when he was up here two years ago playing the Gophers. It was not a pretty series. Uh, <laughs> I was you know, there. <laughs> you know, no, yeah, it was not. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. It got it got a little out of hand, and you know I, I you know it's just one of those series. It, it happens, right? But. Um, but no, I, I listen. I, I hope they get an arena built. What's the latest, by the way? Are they going to get uh, one? Early November is uh, groundbreaking, from what we hear. Okay, let's keep our fingers crossed uh, because we want to we want to keep adding teams, right? Not uh, not losing yeah. teams. Yes, and, absolutely. Uh, but no, I, I thoroughly impressed with them and, and with their team and, and what they've done and and the players that they've gotten. Um, and I, I need you know they need to get in the league and 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 here's where I really. You really want to get me on a rant about college hockey? Um, Bring it on, baby! Let's oh come boy! Back on oh boy! Come back on you know, Tuesday night. I mean, we listen, can have you and Jess Myers. Hey, well, yeah, I, I, I talk to Jess quite quite often, but um, you know, we we have a lot of smart people in this game, right? And and what 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 we have to understand in college hockey is that we're not college basketball and we're not college right. football, right? And absolutely. And, uh, and now with this pandemic going on, I'm I'm really scared, guys, that we're going to lose lose some more teams just because of the financial situation. Um, you know, teams up in the in the in uh, in the Uper, as they call it, Michigan. You've got Lake Superior State. You've got Northern. You know, you got teams up there that that don't have Division One football that can uh, uh, you know provide the funds that are necessary to run these teams. And and that being said, to my point is that we have five, now six with St. Thomas coming in next year, uh, schools in the state of Minnesota. Um, there was a time where those teams were not very good, but now they're all powers. And can you imagine, can you imagine uh, the sellouts uh, on, a, on a weekend, every <laughs> single weekend? But no, we have different conferences. We have to have Minnesota play, 
you know, um, you know, whoever in the Big Ten, right? Penn State, right? Instead of uh, St. Cloud State or UMD coming to Minnesota, um, you know, we have Miami of Ohio coming to UMD to play them. You know, nothing against the leagues. I like the NCHC. It's a great league. The Big Ten is a good league. But I just think we have to be a little bit more regional and uh, and get the the power or the you know the the uh, your rivals playing against each other. And you know, I think uh, I think we'd really succeed if we went that route. But you know, I'm one voice, so here we go. <laughs> I hear you, but you remember the days of of Minnesota, North Dakota, Pat. Yeah. <laughs> now that oh, was yeah. hockey, right? Yeah, you darn right it was. Hey, my freshman year, I re- I recall when they had <laughs> when they had your former coach David yeah. Tippett. Uh, yeah. He was a senior. I was a freshman at Minnesota, and and uh, they had James Patrick, John K. They were loaded. We had yes. to go in that building and sweep them to win the McNaughton Cup that year, to win the WCHA title. And and we did. And that was in the older building, not the new yeah. uh, NHL <laughs> building that they have. And I tell you, it was uh, it was tough. And they were tough games and tough teams. And and uh, But I tell you, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> you probably scooped up some frozen gophers too, by the way. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, they all went right back in the stands too. <laughs> I remember those days. Uh, they, they weren't okay. very nice to me up there. But then again, I wasn't. Well, you usually well. did some damage, though, Pat. That's a, that's the whole deal. Well, hey, you know, if, if you don't like to get chopped in the back of the leg, then don't come, don't come near me. I love it. I love it. Okay, so so let's wrap it up with uh, with the Eastern Conference. So yep. so my New Yorker, my New Yorker co-host doesn't uh, get bent out of shape on us here. So well, your you thoughts see- on the Eastern Conference? Well, here's the deal. What I've seen so far is I think I, I, I think the most talented team, and I don't know if you guys would disagree or not, um, is, is the Tampa Bay Lightning. I mean, they've got great goaltending. Uh, obviously, they're missing Stamkos now, but but uh, I mean, they 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 you know they they needed to make a change um, in their bottom uh, bottom six of their forwards. Not necessarily a lot of changes, but you know you add Yanni Gord and you've got uh, Maroon in there. Um, and so I, I think they're deeper, and I think that's helped them. Um, but if, if I'm looking at a team that is playing textbook hockey, Bring it sticking, on. Come sticking, on. sticking to the game plan, I don't, I don't even know. I don't even have to tell you who this team is. Come on. You guys know it. The New York Islanders. Yes, um, sir. Yes, I, sir. I, I tell you what. Um, they, they, um, they're, I, I don't know what it is with Barry Trotz. But he demands they play a certain way. And guess what? None of the players um, stray from the system. And is it fun hockey? No. Boring yes. is all hell. No, um, no, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun when you win, yeah. But, <laughs> but, 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 but you know, listen, their defensemen um, and, and even their forwards, they, they sacrifice. They block more shots than anybody in the league, and, and they defend – and uh, and you know what they they have enough up front to get the job done. You know with Barzal and and Lee and Nelson and you know uh, you know uh, Bavulier and you know Pajo and you know the, those guys are 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 answering the bell. So um, I, I told someone before the Stanley Cup started. I I, I said, 
I don't know who's going to win. I think anybody could because of this craziness that's going on in the world. But watch out for the New York Islanders because of that reason. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, uh, Pat, I, you know, I, I, we, we, we've talked about it already tonight, and you see the contrast. Uh, the Bruins have gotten no secondary scoring from anybody but Jake DeBrusque. Right. And, 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 and that's as much of a reason why they're losing to Tampa Bay three games to one, even though they were probably the better team the other day uh, and they still lost the game. Yeah. Um, and you they don't at, look like the same team to me as a year ago. No, for some reason. no, no. You know, and, no. And, and, and maybe maybe it was that loss, you know, uh, in game seven. You yeah. know, maybe maybe they haven't recovered from that. Maybe they, you know what? You got to believe you can win, you know, and, and you got to. You know, I, I talked to Bob Motzko, the head coach of the Minnesota Gophers, quite a bit, and you know, and uh, it's like you got to you got to have that swagger, you know, where you know you look down the bench and you know everyone's thinking the same thing, like, hey, you know, we're not going to lose, we're going to win, right. and uh, and that's the attitude. And that, for some reason, I don't see it like I saw it last year with the Bruins. And then you compare, <laughs> and, and, and full disclosure here, anybody that listens to any of our podcasts on a regular basis uh, yep. knows that I'm an Islanders fan. Yeah, uh, that's okay. You no, know, no, I know it's okay. It's darn okay. <laughs> uh, um, but uh, just using a baseball term, you have to be up you – you build your team up the middle. Without and, a doubt, yep. And and you look at the Islanders; they go four centers deep. Plus, they rotate the six defensemen. Uh, the top pair gets a little bit more than everybody else, uh, but they get four centers deep. They go six D, and they can play either goalie. Yeah, and, I, and, that's, a, that's a good <laughs> recipe. Usually, yeah. So, so so that's you know when you talk about uh, having to play. Uh, people and, 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 and having depth, uh, you know, it's also about, as you know, not letting the other team score when your top players are not on the ice. Without a doubt. Yeah. And, and, and what that goes into, into, into buying it, every player on their team knows, knows their job and they know what they have to do and they execute it. You know, uh, you know, you don't see Cal Clutterbrook trying to take the puck end to end, right? I mean, nope. he knows his role, go in, bang, you know, create some, you know, uh, some havoc um, and, 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 you know, and, and protect guys. Right. And, yep. and, you know, you got guys like Martin and Bailey and, you know, they're, 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 they're not household names. They're not great yep. players, but you know what? They fit. So what yep. fits into your team? You know, it, it's funny because, you know, I'm talking a lot on our podcast about, well, what are the, what do the Minnesota wild need this year? Right. You look at their defensemen. I don't think anybody would say, hey, you know, uh, the, the, are there many better top four D in the league as a group than them? I don't think, you know, I don't think so. Right. With Suter, Dumba, Brodeen and yeah. uh, and Spurgeon. Pretty darn right. good. Yeah, but, then, but then, you know, and they, and they like to get up the ice and they. OK, now you look at the Minnesota forwards. Well, they got nothing up the middle. Um, they don't have. You know, uh, you know, Zach is is getting a little bit older. You know, Just a little. not really, not not you know, not the guy he was, but still not a prolific scorer. Not a lot of speed up front uh, now, except for Kevin Fiala. But so 
Minnesota's defensemen really don't match with their forwards. If you if you know, they got a lot of third liners: Erickson Eck, yeah. Cunning, yeah. Felino, <laughs> you know, Donato. I mean, we can go on and on, right? We got a lot mm-hmm. of we got a lot of third liners that are playing top six minutes. Well, you know that makes it that makes it a little difficult, uh, you know, to be successful every night. Right, and I'll right, and I'll so- throw I'll throw you a bone, Scott, with your Minnesota guys. Uh, <laughs> if, if anybody wants to understand the kind of coach Barry Trotz is, uh, just examine the career of one Brock Nelson, and that'll yep. tell you everything you need to know. Exactly. Yeah. So, so I'm going to throw this out, guys. Uh, I said this early in the year. Uh, Vegas is going to the Stanley Cup final again, and I think it's the Islanders that they're going to match up against. And I think you're going to see the uh, the masterminds of Pete DeBoer and uh, Barry Trotz go at it. Uh, arguments on that one? A little, just a little. Okay. Um, if if Vancouver, or excuse me, Vancouver. If the Islanders um, can continue to defend and frustrate. Um, the Tampa Bay Lightning, I will say yes. I'm just afraid that um, the talent up front for the Lightning is going to be the difference, and I think we'll see the Lightning and uh, and Vegas in the finals. Scott, can we get go. through the second round first? <laughs> can we get through the second no, round? No, we, we, ju- hey, hey, we, we jump around here. When you're from Minnesota, you jump around. Yeah, exactly. Oh, We're... We're on every Sunday night, you, guys. Hey, so. you guys aren't going to ask me to come on anymore, are you? I'm taking over this. Thing. <laughs> no, Pat, Adam, listen, listen, Pat, you listen. are welcome anytime. anytime. And if you want to come on Tuesday nights uh, <laughs> with our college hockey, uh, that would be fantastic. We love you. Uh, thanks for taking some time to, to join us tonight on the uh, Pandemic Playoff Podcast. Be safe. Uh, maybe I'll run into you when I get to Minnesota. I'm going to be a week, so uh, – Take care of yourself. I yep. do want to. I do want to throw out that you are the most courageous person I've ever known. And uh, for those that don't know, you had a real battle. Um, do you want to explain it? Your battle with your uh, your new kidney yeah. and, and yeah, how you yeah. went through it? Because man, yeah, oh man, yeah, yeah, well, you're an inspiration. Such, yeah. Well, uh, thank you. And I, I'm I'm awfully lucky and to have the family that I had uh, because my brother donated uh, his kidney to me. Um, and I was, I was very lucky. But you know how it all happened, guys? Um, you know, I've had, well, I've had a total of 18 surgeries now, but 14, oh. Oh. Uh, 14 alone on my knees, right? So oh. when I retired from playing, which was six days before the 92 Olympics, uh, I got knocked out and I was done. I was playing for the Italian team because I was able to get my passport. Okay, enough of that. But, oh, um, but, but, but it, it, you know, in that I was about 28 at the time and mm-hmm. – I, you know, I just saw my doctor. He said, you have a knee of a 70 year old, you know, you know, just, uh, you know, if you can hang on till you're 40, uh, then, you know, we'll do a new knee for you. I'm like, okay, well, during that time, you know, the, the pain I was in, I just kept, you know, taking Motrin and Motrin, you know, more and more and more right. and a lot of Motrin. Well, yes, you know, one day my wife says, Hey, you know what? You look horseshit. You look terrible. <laughs> and, and, and she said, you know, we're oh, well. going to Mayo. I, I, and, and, and here's the thing. Here the, here's the thing. I, I didn't feel bad, but I looked bad. And I lost weight. And, and sure enough, I went down there. They did a urine, a blood and urine test. And uh, I had stage four kidney disease. You know, my, my kidneys were failing. And uh, it was a t- – you want to talk about a wake-up call. Oh, um, you know, and then, 
you know, then that May, this happened in August, and then that May, um, my brother uh, donated his kidney to me, and, you know, it's been uh, five years now, so it's, it's been, uh, I've been lucky. I've been lucky. And so I've been telling people, and you can tell your, uh, tell all your listeners, if they have a chance in life to donate an organ, uh, do it, because it, uh, it's saving someone's life. And I'm lucky, because my brother yeah. saved mine. But anyway... But Very uh, well listen, said, Pat. Thank uh, you. Pat, you and I uh, have a common acquaintance. Uh, I went to school with Chad Hartman. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. 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 Yep. So, uh, Good buddy. Yep. If so if you see him, tell him I said hi. I will, um, for sure. And uh, really appreciate you coming on. And like it, like Scott said, you want to come on any Tuesday night? You're Hey, let me know. I mean, if I have time, I'd love to. Uh, you guys have been great. Sorry for putting up with my rambling, but uh, oh, no. uh, listen, uh, I enjoyed listen, it. Listen, Pat, it was either you ramble or me ramble, so it doesn't yeah. matter. I'm, and I'm hey, sure that Zach and Scott are tired of hearing me ramble. We'll and, take and, and Pat. So, <laughs> hey, make sure you say hi to my good friend Rob Stauber. I know you're having him on tomorrow. Yeah, so, we'll definitely do that, Pat. Okay. All right. All right take care, thanks. guys. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, thanks for joining Pat. us. Thank you. All right, folks, that uh, is the one and only Pat Micheletti from uh, Westwood One Sports and K-Fan Radio in the Twin Cities. Um, he's one of the best guys, and that's why I knew we had to have him on when we kicked off Minnesota Week. I know we're running a little long. Let's uh, take a couple minutes to get some of our partners in there, and then we'll come back and wrap up the uh, Pandemic Playoff podcast in about three minutes. Looking for your next car? Head out to 2401 West Bell Road in Phoenix and stop in at Bell Ford, the Arizona Ford Giant. Come in and check out our great deals on the remaining 2020 Fords, as well as the new 2021 models just arriving, like the new E450 pickup truck during our summer outdoor and SUV sale. Voted the number one Ford dealer in Arizona by Ranking Arizona, we will do what it takes to make your car buying experience safe and convenient. Shop online at bellford.com. We'll bring everything to you on your schedule. Schedule a test drive. Need a repair? We'll come pick up your vehicle and bring it back to you. Our sales and service professionals are ready to help in any way to make sure you are happy and satisfied. Go online to bellford.com or call us at 602-866-1776 and let us show you why we've been the dealership that keeps Shane Doan coming back year after year. At the heart of any good cocktail is the quality of the spirit used. And if you want to make the best margaritas, or if you just want a straight shot of the best tasting tequila, then Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila is the brand for you. Award-winning Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila has the taste you want to make perfectly blended cocktails. Whether you're celebrating an overtime game winner with friends or relaxing by the pool after a long work day. Find your bottle, be it in Arizona or elsewhere in the U.S. Visit us at MexicanMoonshine.com. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila. Award-winning taste since 2011. I can't wait to get to Las Vegas and check out the fortress. Going to see the Golden Knights? No. Stopping at Jesse Ray's Barbecue for lunch. Oh, that fortress. That combination of brisket, hot links, fries, mac and cheese, surrounded by offensive ribs. 
I'm in. Exactly. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, located at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard, right behind the Mandalay Bay Hotel. Check out their pulled pork, smoked chicken, or the fall off the bone baby back ribs. Jesse Ray's Barbecue has been voted the best barbecue in Las Vegas two years running. So whether it's a midday meal or a pregame feast, head to Jesse Ray's Barbecue for all their award-winning tastes. Hey, Michael here from M-Drive. My dad, a world-class scientist, actually made M-Drive for himself to stay active and continue enjoying life. And yes, M-Drive supports healthy testosterone, but it's so much more. M-Drive is the everyday supplement to fuel your drive with more energy and more strength. Listen, we'd love for you to try M-Drive too. Visit mdriveformen.com and we'll give you 20% off your first purchase. Just type in the code DRIVE at checkout. Refine your product with M-Drive. All right, we're back. Uh, the Pandemic Playoff Podcast. Scott Strandy from Kansas City, Missouri tonight. Uh, Paul Hornstein joining me as always from Long Island and Zach Bondurant uh, from Chandler, Arizona. Guys, I, I knew that Pat was going to be a winner uh, to kick things off because I've heard those stories for a number of years. Um, he, he's fantastic. Uh, one of the toughest players I've ever met and uh, one of the toughest humans I've ever met battling through the uh, the kidney disease and kidney failure. Uh, but his brothers, uh, Joe and Don, were fantastic players as well. Um, you know, win national championships at Minnesota and captain that those their teams. Uh, unbelievable. So uh, just a quick recap from you both, if we can. Um, I know we're running real late, but uh, just give us a quick recap on Pat Micheletti. Uh, let's start with Zach. Nah, I mean, he's, uh, he's a fantastic guy. I hadn't really had a chance to talk to him or, or really be familiar with a lot of the stuff he does prior to tonight and leading up to it, but um, very knowledgeable guy. Um, we talked a lot about um, about the Coyotes in the organization. Uh, something I would have liked to uh, get his thoughts on is, is he said they're close, but I wondered if he thought they would uh, – they would um, – benefit from doing a rebuild but um but we didn't get a chance for that but uh, i'm sure we'll have him on again he's just a knowledgeable guy and and really um i think the perfect guest for us absolutely paul oh well you're sitting there and and uh, you know somebody who's got the the insights to the game and somebody who who has you know been able to break things down um at, at at the, you know, at the smallest of detail. And, and, you know, I can sit there and I can watch a game and I can break things down a little bit, but I didn't play, you know, and there are those subtle things that uh, you learn over time to, to, to see uh, with experience. And, you know, maybe I've learned some of those, but I learned them 20 or 30 years down the line where when you're playing, you learn those things pretty darn quickly. Um, and you know, anybody who can play at the level that he played at is obviously had a lot of skill and, you know, not to mention as you guys, a lot of good stories. <laughs> well, imagine growing up as one of nine, nine kids in your family in a three bedroom house, but I've seen the house. I've been there. Uh, it's, uh, it's amazing, uh, and there's tons of stories like that up in Minnesota because that's just 
the way things were. But uh, a big thank you to Pat Micheletti for joining us. Uh, I know he just came in, just got back in the, into his home uh, later, earlier this afternoon, I should say. And for him to take time and join us, we really appreciate it. Uh, it continues tomorrow, folks. Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly. Zach and I will be back with you. And our special guest tomorrow, Rob Stauber. Um, I could go on for hours with Rob Stauber, but he's the first hes the first goalie to win the Hobie Baker. How's that, Paul? <laughs> yeah, there was Dutch. We just had to make sure we got it in. I mean, come on. <laughs> Absolutely. And more importantly than that, he is a bulldog. Okay, um, let's move on from there. Uh, <laughs> um, and then Tuesday night, we've got Jess Myers from uh, The Rink Live coming out with us. Wednesday yep. night, we'll make an announcement on who that guest will be as well. So Minnesota week continues. Hopefully tomorrow night, by the time we're ready to start the podcast, I will be in Minnesota with Hopefully. one stop in Dubuque first, and uh, we'll go from there. So stay tuned with us. Uh, also want to shout out to Jesse Ray's because that new barbecue sauce is now bottled and available, and we're going to be working on getting some for you folks. So stay tuned for Jesse Ray's barbecue sauce coming soon. By the way, um, this, you, you, you understand that, now, Steven gets no chance to prepare because he has no idea who's coming on, right? <laughs> Not a problem. We'll figure it out. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining us, Paul. Go ahead and take your read away, and we'll close it with Roger Klein and the Peacemakers, De Niro. The Pandemic Playoff Podcasts on the IceTimeHockeySW.com network is brought to you by Bell Ford, the presenting partner of the Sunday Special. It's still summer. Hockey is back. And go to 2401 West Bell Road in Phoenix to see the new line of 2021 Ford cars and trucks in person or at bellford.com. Ask for our friend Kevin Wood and tell him we sent you. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila. Go to mexicanmoonshine.com and find your bottle and keep your bar stocked for the playoff push. Buy summer skates. Show your playoff passion and style koozies and summer shoes personalized or with your favorite player's name and number at summerskates.com. The aforementioned Jesse Ray's Barbecue. To be the best, you have to beat the best, and no one beats Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas. Call them at 1-702-541-5546. Championship taste for a championship run, jessieraysbarbecue.com. And by M-Drive, the presenting partner of What Drives You. Trying to watch all the games? It's M-Drive for energy, stamina, and recovery. The Pandemic Playoff Podcasts and all of the Ice Time Hockey SW podcasts are live on the Podbean app and are available for download on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and newly available on the TuneIn app. Just ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts. The Playoff Pandemic Podcast and all of our weekly podcasts are a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Very well done, my friend. Gentlemen, thanks for joining us. Always great hockey talk. We love doing the uh, the Pandemic Playoff podcast because it gives us a chance to talk professional hockey and bring in great guests like Pat Micheletti. Uh, we'll say goodnight. Zach, I'll talk to you tomorrow night. Paul, I'll talk to you Tuesday night. And we'll just continue uh, good old Minnesota week for uh, for another couple of days anyway. Sounds good. All right. Good night, everybody.